Welcome to Oh Brother, the podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out. With your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, officially in science mode. Ahoy! Ahoy! Hi. How, how do I sound? Uh, pretty good, actually. Okay. I'm, uh, I have my microphone on a box. Because <laughs> I forgot. Perfect. I, for, I forgot my stand. It's okay. Hey, you've remembered your laptop this time. So <laughs> I feel like this is a, a, an acceptable trade-off. <laughs> we are we are at least 20,000 leagues better than we were last time. <laughs> uh, deep, deep cut. <laughs> insert uh, the... Hashtag when SNL was funny. Uh, that's what. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, anyway. I'm actually. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> boop, 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 we'll just do that. Uh, so, yeah. I, I come from you. I come to you recording from a brand new location. Never before <laughs> recorded from. Dun, da, da, da. DOS office. It's how exciting it is. It is. it is. I got internet today, which was very nice. Very nice. Um, all in a long time coming. Let's be real. Oh, it's uh, way too long. But for a person who does all of the majority of their bookings online, um, and online business good. And podcasting. So yeah, yes, you, yes, you have two podcasts, and uh, let's. Get, Mm, you know some say it should have been done sooner it's fine uh, <laughs> you know it's okay Here's priorities the, right it's I fine will, don't know say shout out to how t-mobile does this so <clears throat> i have a 5g mobile uh router for my for mo- mobile uh 5g modem for my internet so okay. what they do is they ship you a little tiny box not tiny box, but they should be a box. A box. Within, <laughs> within which is, in, and then there's a little plastic, the modem, and in that has been inserted a SIM card like you get for a cell phone. Oh, wow. You open it up, you plug it in, you open their app, you press a few buttons, and you have internet. <laughs> that's. Uh... <laughs> All right, that's pretty sweet. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh-huh. And because it has a SIM card and it bounces off of 5G modems, you can take this with you. And uh, oh, it's not battery powered, so it does have to be have access to a, a plug full time. But uh-huh. I'm like, what? How, why? Why is Internet delivered over cable at all? Like, this is <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like. Nobody had to come by. Nobody yeah, right? Like, there was no box dang. that had to be installed. There was nothing. And even if I wanted to, I could... It has an Ethernet port on the back, so I could plug it into a separate Wi-Fi router if I didn't yeah. like this router and do something else with it. So it's literally... There's one cord into my wall, and I have 5G speeds to everything now. And I was like, this was way too easy. Like, I thought I had done something wrong <laughs> with how easy... That is... uh shocking <laughs> right like I know. I know in a world where everything is like oh we're going to schedule a window for a, someone to come out and it's going to be nine hours and they're going to yeah. charge you a hundred dollar install fee and you're going to have this little box and all this stuff and they're going to have to run some cables and well, nothing like i just unpacked it plugged it in went to the app 
and was like, okay, thanks. Like you scan a QR code on the back of the little modem and you're up and running. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to argue with that. Really? Um, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so plus one for T-Mobile. Good job. All right. There you go. Yeah. Uh, of course, and, and unless of course, uh, looking at their little service map that they always put on their their commercials, right? Oh yes, with the big suspiciously Nebraska-sized hole in it, mm-hmm. right? It's just like <laughs> it's like what did what did Nebraska do to <laughs> what did Nebraska do to you? What kind of weird like something is wrong? Like there's something at the state government level that means that this is not happening, right? That's right. what's going on here. There's no reason like, <laughs> that there is a perfect a perfect Nebraska shaped hole in your coverage map. It's like how did they hurt you? Like just tell us. Like please. Like, Nebraska. What are you doing? Yeah. Why? So I know there's more like maybe you don't you need internet do you even need internet to harvest corn? Okay, it's important. So like yeah. what's happening? How are you gonna husk the corn? Uh, without the internet, so I, I want to know what's going nobody on. Knows. Nobody knows. Anyway, or cell phone so, coverage. Yeah. So they, uh, anyway, see, so yeah, it's not available in everywhere, and uh, and they did, they did. Uh, it wasn't perfect because originally they had. So because I'm a, I'm a business. Um, I have a business rep, which is annoying. Um, <laughs> but uh, she placed yeah. all, she placed all the orders and everything, and was like, okay, great, here you go, and. The shipment date said September 9th through the 12th. And I was like, sweet. And then I looked at the order. And for the first hour that the order was live, underneath the, the item, the t- modem tower thing, it said it was out of stock. And then within the next hour, that kind of went away. And I was like, well, that was kind of weird. It's odd. And then the 9th came and nothing got shipped. The 10th and then the 11th. And I reached out on the 11th. And the customer service was like, oh, well, like the shipment is from the 9th to the 12th. And I was like, yeah, but there's no update. He said, well, uh, contact us after the 12th if it hasn't, if it hasn't shipped. And I was like, mm, <laughs> I don't. Okay. Well, the 12th happened and no status change all day. And so I was pretty frustrated because I didn't know who to contact. So I scrolled back through all the emails that I had and I was like, oh, I have. And business rep, and I have her direct email. Ha ha! Dun dun dun! <laughs> so I will email business rep, and she immediately responded and was like, "Oh, it looks like it's down. Just waiting to be picked up on the shipping dock. Let me see what's going on." And then a couple hours came back, and she was like, "Oh, this is out of stock." Um, so <laughs> was like, like, "I know that's what it says on the thing." Was like, yeah, don't they say. told me not to worry about. You don't say. <laughs> Well, and she was like, well, I can... I already um, knew this. Yeah, she's like, I can... Um, and when I would tell people, like, the customer service people, representatives that I was talking to, they were like, I don't see where it says out of stock. It just says shipment pending. And I was like, yeah, but it did say out of stock, and it doesn't <laughs> now. And anyway, so then I felt like I was crazy. <laughs> and she was like, no, this is out of stock. She's like, we have another... Did you feel vindicated? I like, did. I was, ah! like, I was like, yes, I knew it! <laughs> yeah, I wasn't insane. And so I figured, <laughs> like, whatever. I and uh, and she said, "Well, I can wait for this order, or I can overnight you the other version, other modem that we have." And I was like, "Well, 
is there a reason you didn't ship that one first? Like, can you explain like what the difference is? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you have another, like, why was that one never brought up in the initial? Why do I not already have that? Like, yeah. or like. Why was there not a, hey, you know, thank, welcome to the business uh, internet. Uh, we have these two options. Which one would you like? Like, that would never happen. And I still don't exactly understand why they have two different ones or really what. I do know that the one. <laughs> what I, the difference is. <laughs> I have no. The one I have is now is actually much smaller than the other one. Because the other one is like a canister. It's like a big uh, like circular. It's a cylinder, right? It's tall and it's tall. This one is like half the size of a tissue box that i have it's very (laughs) very weird um it's weird so i you know whatever i I have internet and i like check the speeds and she was like this this isn't it's not old or anything it's just a different model that we carry and i was like okay (laughs) so here we are that's code for it's old uh, you don't lead with like no, it's it's not old or anything. If it isn't in fact old, right? It's like yeah, it's what you I, don't do. <laughs> like oh no, it's uh, totally fine. Like I feel like uh, it's more move. basic because the other one was this big tall cylinder. There's this big silver, and it has like a the other one has a screen on top that displays data, and you can like swipe, and you can see all this stuff of like signal strength getting to it, and you can do all these diagnostics. So, so you might say it looks newer, newer. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah, this one is more basic. There's no screen on it or I, older, older. One might Meh. say <laughs> one might, but then I'm like, does it have the same Wi-Fi technology? Yes. Okay. Is it still 5g? Cause they do sell LTE modems, which I was like, this better not be an LTE modem. Wow. Really? It's, yeah. I know. Maybe that's um, what Nebraska gets. That's Boom. yes. Ha Change that map. And and I was like, and then on the other hand, like I'm I'm not here that much, but like this is kind of a, an as needed kind of service now. Um, and it's a bonus for my staff who can come here and use our Wi-Fi and whatever. Um, but if I were if I were hitting this heavy and I was in there daily and I had all sorts of things bouncing off of it. I might have pushed for the other one. Oh, and then I did say, um, so if the other one becomes available, she said, oh, we'll ship that out to you and uh, just, you know, use that box to ship the one you have back to us. I was like, done. done. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Don't cancel my other order. But also. (laughs) Yep. So that's, uh, that was interesting. That was an interesting experience. It's been, here's a, your total review. It was a wonderful customer service experience as far as like, it's a month to month thing. There's no cost for any of the equipment. It's you just pay when you need it. When you're done, they ask for the equipment back. If you don't ship it back to them, they will charge you for it, which makes sense. Um, I mean, yeah, (laughs) right. Uh, And then you're just done. And it's like unlimited internet access. And it's, you know, it is limited on the the 5G speeds in your area so that they can't. I mean, yeah. They but can't like, guarantee. They so, like my area, that would be zero. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And so they don't guarantee speeds. Like typical other internets, you know, if you go with Spectrum yeah. or Charter, or, I don't, whatever, they'll say, oh, here are the different tiers of internet speeds. T Mobile's just like, 
we don't do that. Uh, you get it, and then it's as fast as it can be wherever you are. Have I fun. mean, yep, that makes sense based on that it's like a cellular internet. Yeah. Service. So for so like, that reason, and it's, I'm like, you know, this is working out. And it, it I literally set up in like less than 15 minutes. It was awesome. Always a bonus. Always. Always. So yeah. that's what I've did today and then i immediately like i was racing i I was trying desperately to stay in my office so that i didn't miss the delivery because they needed a signature and i was like Ah, so it's like the dreaded signature and i did have a note on my door that was like if i'm not here you know the people across the hall will sign for it but i know sometimes they won't do that depending on whatever it's not good enough right so i was less like i was like i'm here and i heard the knock and i was like running across my very tiny office <laughs> yeah i ran the four steps across <laughs> yeah exactly to get there and um because then i got it set up and the reason i was also kind of rushing to get it set up was because i had to um i had some things i needed to be doing online <laughs> that i had kind of committed to ah. Uh, that I was uh, really hoping that I would have internet for and I wouldn't have to like tether to my phone or something. Uh, and so <clears throat> I got it set up and with a few minutes to spare was up and running. <sighs> so nice. Can recommend plus plus one and a half. There you go. Excellent. Yeah, that's, um, that's all that in a bag of chips. Uh, what's new with you? <clears throat> um, I mean, nothing new, per se, but just, like, trucking along, doing school things. I had one of those manic moments today where I was, like, coming to school, right? I was, like, in the car, and I was, like, <gasps> idea. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to school and then had to immediately rush to over to the high school uh, to raid the science cabinet. <laughs> I needed a, oh, no. a ring stand and some mesh, right? Uh, I needed <laughs> oh, no. some, some tongs, you know, uh, everything's fine. But uh, I was like, oh, I need to do, I want to do this demo. That'll help. And then I was like, I don't have this stuff. Oh, no, this is bad. <laughs> so I have like, I was going to do the, the demo where it's like the, <clears throat> talks about, it's a demo for how heat from the Earth's core can move the plates Right. Oh, so sure. what you do is you you have a heat source and you put it under a thing of water and you just put like little pieces of paper on the surface of the water. And then eventually that rising heat, the rising warm water starts to move them around the bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, so I was going to do that because we're talking about plate tectonics. Right. It's geology time. My Now I'm officially in science mode. It's my favorite part. So uh-huh. here we go. <clears throat> and I was like, OK, I have uh, a beaker. Okay, one was like standard 200 mil beakers, right? So I got one of those. I have uh, some tea candles. Boom. Uh, I have a hole punch so I can just make little circles from an index card, right? But I don't have a way to hold the beaker above the candle. (laughs) (laughs) Without using my hands. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Nobody does. Like... So I uh, ran over to the high school and was like, the problem is they're redoing the lab area over there. So they like cut out the lab tables that are a billion years old and like falling apart. 
And so they're going to get these like mobile lab cart station things. Interesting. Right. Yeah, they're kind of cool looking and I'm I don't know I'm going to I don't know exactly how this is going to work out but like they ordered them and stuff. So they haven't come in yet obviously cuz nothing you order ever comes in especially when you forget to order them and anyway. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So but they're like a mobile lab stations and you basically can have a underneath them is storage for all the equipment so you can store your electronic scales and some glassware and your microscope and stuff like like safety go- not safety goggles in a different cabinet but like all this stuff is just there and then you nice. can just wheel it around and then um and it's so like if one of the other science classrooms needs to do a lab they can just like wheel some of the carts out without having to raid the back closet and yeah. everything and all that stuff well no 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 like because the lab was on there's in the high school there's three science classrooms and one lab but the lab oh. is in one of the classrooms. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. So it's like, it's kind of like how Mr. Reed's room was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, those lab tables over there. It was like that, except for the lab tables were much older and jankier. <laughs> so, so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> but also broken. <laughs> but, but now instead of like having to like, come in and run a lab while another class is having class which is uh, a bit problematic right yeah. uh, they can just wheel out however many of the carts they need and they can do their labs in their own room mm. I think that's the thinking behind it so it's kind of a cool idea we'll see what it looks like in practice Yeah. either way I'm on the second floor so that doesn't help me very much. No. Um, and I need to ring stands. So, I, <laughs> sure. but all that to say is the science closet in that classroom was even, it's even, even more a uh, state of dishevelment than normal right now. Oh, because like they, they emptied out all the stuff that was in those tables. Oh, right. Cause all the cabinets under them had all the glassware and the stands and the burners and all that stuff. Right. And so, <laughs> They're all in the closet, <laughs> so I had to help. Uh, I had to help her dig around, and she was like, "Oh, it's in this box in the back." I was like, "Of course, it's in the back." I'm very, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I, did, I, did. <clears throat> I hate that you had to start your day this way, but I really need to ring stand. Anyway, anyway, so, go. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got the ring stand. And she's like, "Oh, you probably should take tongs." And I was like, "You're right. <laughs> I do need those." Because I always burn my stupid fingers because I always forget the tongs. Let's forget the tongs. So I have everything ready. I tested it a little bit today. So uh, during special class when they're all gone. So I have that ready. But even more excitingly, uh, I got (laughs) my school does this thing where they like it's part of the PBIS thing where they you brag on students for good behavior. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this week, this student was like, you know, really showing like following expectations like really well. Right. So then they get bragged on over the stuff, or whatever. And they get a little sticker and stuff. Um, <clears throat> the sixth graders don't like to wear their stickers, but they totally hang them all in their locker. Right. They're oh, like, sure. no, they're like, no, this isn't. This is lame. I don't like. Hang those in there. Do, 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 right. Like, <laughs> <there's> <laughs> <what> they- <laughs> Well, yeah, because they're they're at the intersection of like I'm not a child, but also this is really. But also, like, yeah, I got this. That's what's up. What? Uh, (laughs) But 
uh, I got bragged on by one of the other staff members doing oh. something. And uh, mostly it was the librarian because the library, I told you, they got new shelving. Right. Yeah. Like new. I'll have to send you a picture of it. It's like huge amounts of shelving. And so they were down there. Susan and her were down there last night trying to like put all the stuff on the shelves. So I just walked out. I, just, I did all my grading stuff and I went down and I helped tote books around the library mm. uh, and remembered that the Dewey Decimal System exists. And uh, <laughs> like, it's a thing. It is a thing. I don't remember doing that since like fifth grade, but anyway. Did a minute. So anyway, she bragged on me and the teachers, when they get bragged on, there's like a treat cart thing. What? Right? And there's like stuff on it. It's just like a hodgepodge of like random stuff that admin just gets and puts it on there and you can get it right. <laughs> and usually I'm like, oh, bro, lame. I want, I always go for, uh, I rate it. I look for post-it notes, <laughs> right? Sharpies nice, or, or expo markers. I'm all about that stuff. Uh, that's all I usually want. But this time there's lots of other things like cutesy things and like Starbucks gift cards and stuff, but I don't care about that stuff. Um, <clears throat> but but this time there was definitely scented candles in little the little glass cups into candles and i was like bro science candle oh yeah so i I was like this is perfect this is way better than my tea candle this is great so i (laughs) oh my gosh oh my god how nerdy I am, folks. I was excited about a candle because I could use it in a science experiment. Fair enough. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> oh it's great. Now the candle wax won't melt and get all over the base of my ring stand. This is a good point, right? Perfect. Right? And when it runs down, then I can just stick my tea candle inside. Boom. It's fine. There we go. <laughs> right. And now it is a holder for the next tea candle. Yeah. The next, it's a holder for the next tea candle I have. So, kapow. Got that figured out. So that was my excitement for the day. I got really overly excited about a tea uh, candle because I can use it for science tomorrow. So. Sounds like a really good highlight. I mean, yeah. It's basically what it is. It's pretty great. So <laughs> I was excited. I was like, this timing is perfect. Yes. Understandable. <clears throat> so the kids were like, what are you doing? I was like, don't We're Also, uh, it really confuses. I like confusing the children. Right. So they walked through the room and all of this material is sitting on my lab table. Oh, shit. With yeah. no context. Okay. And I just, I have this sign that I made that says, uh, caution, science, do not touch. Perfect. And it, and it's, <laughs> and it so should, I just, I just, yeah, I just, put, I put it on the table, like in front of all this stuff. And they were like, what is that? Like, you'll find out later. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. But remember, don't touch. <laughs> it's like, but don't touch it. Don't touch the science, please. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this science could be hot, so don't touch the science. Yes. Uh, so I, <laughs> they're just like, what on earth? Like, it's fine. Don't worry. It's okay. It's, it's okay to be scared right now. We're all a little. Scared. Yeah, it's. Uh, we're all in this together. I'm testing this out to make sure it works for tomorrow. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't know why there's candles on the table. Don't, it's okay. Like. 
<laughs> so, so that's funny. Okay, so and that so those will be for tomorrow, right? Yes, tomorrow. tomorrow. I wanted to like test it out because I haven't done that demo in a very long time. Yeah. So I was just making sure it was going to work the right way. So like when they were out of the room, I tested it a little bit, and I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. So, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's what we did today. Got overly excited about candles on a little trolley cart full of treats for teachers. As one does. Burn it for science. So that's burn just the most important thing. Burn it for science. Yes. <clears throat> oh, also, other things happening at school. I need your opinion as a parent. Okay. Now, okay. Okay. imagine Hi. this. Imagine that due to scheduling conflicts and your superintendent being a ridiculous human being, construction on the main entrances for your building are going to start next month. Um, Perfect. Yes. No. That's- While school is in session. Yes. Excellent. So they have rerouted where parents drop off and pick up children, mm. like the car rider line. Yeah. Parents don't okay. like that. Okay. No. Um, our school has a, like a ridiculously high number of parent pick up and drop offs. Like it's it's astronomically big. It seems abnormally large to me, but I don't really have a context for other places so as in as in the bus system is being underutilized i guess yes you're saying there okay yes okay right um so whatever that's not the point so the place where it goes now it's in the back of the school okay so what they have done is they have gone through the parking lot and they have coned off this big long section okay and parents are supposed to pull all the way up to the front of this line and then start dropping their kids off and then they leave. Okay. Mm. So you turn in the parking lot. Uh, so it's like a U shape, right? But it's like a really long U. So you, yeah. you turn in, uh, you turn one direction, you turn to the, uh, you would turn in, you would turn to the left, right? Um, and then you drive all the way down to the end of this coned area where you stop at the end and then you unload your children. Now, the problem is, the problem is, here's where I need your help. The car line goes all the way down to the end. Okay. Yeah. But the door is back towards the beginning of where you pull in. Oh. So what's happening yes. is these parents are pulling in and then just stopping. Right at the right at the door. Right by the door. Yep. Because their children cannot walk forty yards. Not even forty yards. Like 25 feet <laughs> it's impossible say impossible um it is yeah yes I, they will not pull they'll just stop and it like messes up everything well yeah because yeah. some people are going to the they're going to the prescribed area and other people are like right here not not getting out until you're right and it's not just the little children right oh, no, it definitely. would make sense if it was the parents of like a kindergartner okay right but I can see all this from my room. So the sixth graders are very enamored in watching this process. And even they are like, bro, pull up. What are you doing? Um, <laughs> so that's how you know strange things are happening when the sixth graders are judging you and your ability to do this. Because um, some people get like angry and they start like going around, right? It's a whole thing. Oh, yeah. Um, it's bad. They get uh, yelled at by the principal. But as they should. 
Yeah. Yes, they should. They should indeed. But like, they're out there and they're doing that. And like, it's like, it's not just kindergarten parents or like first grade parents. It's like, some of these kids are like a fourth grade and they're like, right at the door. Like, no, mm. I'm only letting you off right here. Like, what? Come, come on. And it's not like it's an unsupervised area. There are many, there are many staff members out there. There are four to five staff people outside making sure the kids get out of the cars and go into the building. Yeah. Right. It's not like a free for all zone because it's in this new location. There are four to five staff out there. How many, all times at drop off and pickup. How many have um, uh, high vis vest with uh, flags oh. <laughs> to wave people down further? Now, maybe that's the problem because there are 0% wearing high visibility vests. Yeah. Uh, I think this might be where we're going awry. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> also, also, another thing cones blocking off at the edge uh, in front of the door in a line going all the way up to the sidewalk. We have that. Well, I mean, there are cones that go, there's cones that run because, like, there was like parking it. right next to the building. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, parking lots, like, place for the staff to park yeah all has all of that has been coned off to create a safe walkway for the kids to come to the sidewalk yeah right so there that is a there's a big coned off area where the kids can get out of the car so it's like they get out the passenger side and they're basically stepping into the coned area Mm -hmm. that they can then walk back towards the door yeah and is it taped is there is there a string or tape in between the cones well, no, because then they couldn't walk through the cones. Yeah. Well, I'm just trying to figure out how you, oh. like, creating a better barricade back by the door. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Just completely block off the door. No. Yeah. Effectively. Go around. Yeah. 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 You it's know, just I a see, very odd thing to see. You know, happen. I went through, I don't know if you've been through a um, uh, a more modern uh, Chick-fil-A recently. Uh, I, I have not. Okay. I don't. So... The one in Springfield. I don't really like their chicken. <gasps> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I think we're not getting into the overrated. We're not getting into the chicken sandwich debate. Okay, nobody's doing that. But <clears throat> they have the same problem because their their whole drive through system is very like relaxed. Right? There's like sometimes there's people out there taking orders at the beginning. Sometimes it's a machine, and then the one here in Springfield, you pull up. It is not a window. It is a slide open door that that the um, not car hops, but the your uh, the staff come out to your car. They just walk to your car. That's weird. Um, it is very odd, and and it doesn't really make sense. But they want a more personal touch, I suppose. However, the the the, li- the line extends well past, like four car lengths past this door to stop where you are. You are supposed to pull all the way forward. Because then, as they work on your food, they take it to that car, whoever gets done first, based on oh what yeah, so you oh, man, pull, this you is pull, another reason not to go that this would make me angry. you pull <laughs> all the way forward, and then because what what they what, what they try and do is when the food is done, the food is done, everything goes on the same time, assuming the order takes you know if someone's got nineteen chicken sandwiches, that's going to take a long time. Whenever, yeah. some, whenever somebody ordered just the little small ones. So yeah. everybody's supposed to pull all the way forward, and then the car hops can go from car to car depending on which one gets done first, regardless of where you are in line. Once your order's placed, that's what happens. It's the exact same thing that would happen if you were inside, 
and they were calling numbers, right? It's yeah. Whoever gets done and assembled first gets called next. So they're trying to replicate that. Yeah, but however, that doesn't work in a car situation. <laughs> however, yes. Who pulls all the way forward? Apparently nobody. Nobody. Yeah. nobody. They stop at the window and they go, well, I'll wait. <laughs> so the I mean, yeah, that, that's the problem with trying to differentiate yourself from everybody else. Like literally. Yeah. Because like yeah. Chick-fil-A's thing seems to be like, we're not like... We're not like other girls, right? That's them, right? They're like the, we're not like other chicken. We're not like other chicken sandwiches, right? Like, yeah, but everybody else understands how drive-throughs work, and you're like, not us, yes. man. Like, yeah, so stop what it. They, like, what they have to do is they they have to force people effectively who stop there. They have to have to get the car up, come forward, and tell them you need to pull all the way forward, and they will walk the car all the way up, and then say, okay. <laughs> We'll be we'll be with you when your food is ready. Efficient. So you yeah. almost need to have somebody at the point That's where people true. are dropping off to kick the door back shut and say, "Nope, go up to Mister Stevenson up there waving the mm. flag at you." That's true. <laughs> More aggressive door kicking. Okay, exactly. I'll, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna ask them about that. I'm gonna I, think, I think. Think. <laughs> uh, also, also, just messaging about safety. Uh, would be yeah, more important. <laughs> I'm not sure how that was communicated to people. If they were just like, "Hey, new drop off line, uh, have fun." Uh, there uh, was um, there was literature that was like a map and arrows and a description of how it works. And nope. then they had it the first day of school. Like every administrator was out there, like pointing them where to go and standing there like the first week and then they're still like no door only yeah i mean the number of people doing the no door only thing has decreased just from casual observation that like looking out my window while i'm taking attendance and stuff in the morning like getting myself ready but and it'll it'll probably never go down to exactly zero well no but but continued messaging when it's it's kind of hard because people don't really think about that until they're in the line uh, but you have to start messaging that, like, you know, with the map, with all that stuff, uh, you know, YouTube or not YouTube, but like Facebook lives, oh, yeah, sure. like stuff would be like, really look good. Look how trashy this is. Pull yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could even have, you know, I know teachers don't do anything after school's over, so you could have oh, yeah, teachers never grading papers and no, doing all that ridiculous stuff. No, no. Well, you just check out my classroom, <laughs> check out when that last bell rings. I, I know how the teacher life is. Um, yeah. yeah, and yeah. So you could even, I have, never leave the building until after four o'clock. Uh-huh. Ever. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. Uh, Yesterday it was seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were busy doing other stuff. Though. That's true. Were, I was toting. You were toting uh, lots of things, heavy, heavy items. So, but yeah, um, no, that's a, a parents uh, are selfish when it comes to their kids. Unfortunately, um, yeah, that's a that's, that's a hard one to crack because yeah, they yeah. obviously see the they're like entrance there. Why like? But trying to explain to them in that moment of like, Timmy can walk. It's going to be just yeah, fine. Go like, to, and I think the problem is the like it's just because it's not where this is supposed to happen right in the old place this didn't happen because the door was at the front of the line yeah and so like the door was the end goal and so anywhere along the line backwards you could just a lot of kids a lot of parents would just like they would be in the line and they would just get out of the car yeah right yeah and so that they could just after everyone they would just a whole big chunk of them would drive forward right and I think it's just because this is the opposite way yeah. <laughs> that it's like so like, oh, no, it's, because it's the door was them. always the goal. Yeah. The door is behind you now, which is like, oh, no, I can't. It makes it, it, it makes, psychologically. It makes sense. I have passed the goal. 
um, to where yeah. I was trying to get to versus like, it doesn't matter. It's six one way, half a dozen another. It does not yeah. matter. So, uh, yeah, that would yeah, be, be probably a few more emails and some videos on YouTube. Some chatting. I'm shouting in. Maybe, maybe, maybe put the checkered flag way down at the end. So people are like, Oh, the finish line is down there. Yes. Yeah. Go all the way to there. <laughs> yep. And then every time a parent does it, you throw a piece of chocolate in their mouth. So they get the little or just like shoot little... confetti at them. Yay. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, exactly. All right. Put a metal you did their, it. Metal around their neck. Positive influence. Yes. Positive reinforcement. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> All right. Thank you for your hints. I will relay them to the okay. team outside. There you go. <laughs> also, <laughs> back to bad order taking real quick for drive throughs. Oh. Yeah. Uh I also hate Andy's with a fire passion. Right. Oh. Okay. Because they do the same thing. They just have like a person outside taking your order. Yeah. yeah. And they just sort of wander around. But like, <clears throat> for whatever reason in Springfield, home of Andy's frozen custard, like it's the longest line in the whole history of the universe for ice cream. And I know people will fight me. They'll be like, bro, it's custard, but it's so no, shut up. It's ice cream. I don't care. It's not that great. Like it's fine, but it's nothing special. It's Okay. My own wife like fights me about this. She like throws rocks at me when I say these words. But um, oh, coming in hot today with all the opinions. Yeah. yeah, but like there's a dude that just walks around and he's got a little thing, and he'll come up to your window like way far away, and be like, "What do you want?" Like, well, I don't know because the menu board is over there. <laughs> this is a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like why are you taking orders five cars before I can see the menu? <laughs> Because apparently what happens to Andy's is you have one thing that you get 100% of the time and you never change your mind ever. So the fact that there is a menu apparently is just like shocking. And so yeah, he'll be like, he, we were there one time. Uh, we, we, they went, we went a, a while ago and we had like somebody in our car who doesn't go very much. And the, we were like, well, we need to wait to see the menu. And he's like, go to the website and look. Oh no! I was like, "Bro, no, get out of my car." <laughs> oh, that is oh, that's bad. that was not exactly his tone, but it was basically like, "We well, could look it up on the website." Like, sure. Yeah, good. Then why do you have a menu board? Yeah, if you're gonna- oh, they're, they're angry about their menu board. It sounds like they're just itching to get rid of that. Next time you go, it won't even be there. <clears throat> and it's it's weird to me that like. I don't know. The amount of people is, is shocking because like I, when I was a kid, I remember there was like the one Andy's right. Oh yeah. And it wasn't that busy. <laughs> like, no, I don't know what, I mean, did. on like this, like Friday and Saturday nights, there'd be a lot of people there, but like, it wasn't that busy. You could just, and it was only a walk up counter. Yeah. Maybe that's right a problem. Yeah. Maybe that's a problem. You had to walk up there. So that alleviated some things like, but it was just a walk up counter. And then even when they made that second one over on Campbell, like it was still just a walk up counter. Yeah. And now you had to get out of your car and go. Yeah. And they're annoying and badly designed and they don't show you the menu clearly soon enough, apparently for a grumpy iPad order boy to get your (laughs) ice cream order done. Ah, yeah. Just Google it, okay? Why don't you just Google? It? Yeah, just Google the Andy's menu, bro. It's fine. Like, no, I haven't had Andy's in a long. 
I don't like it. But I'm not like a big ice cream person, right? Yes. So like, I don't really care. Susan loves Andy's, so we always have to end up going there. And I'm like, ugh, this parking lot's a mess. Even like the brand new ones they've built, like they decided they've designed the worst parking lot in the history of the universe. I don't understand why and they did they're this. Just like, stuck with it for each one. They're like, no, they're all going to be this bad. Like, exactly. There's no variation. This is what you get. Yeah, no variation of theme. All horrid parking lot design. Wretched. Yeah, I just don't know who needs this much ice cream in their life. That there's like seventy cars in the drive-through for Andy's. Like. Guys, you can't even eat half this while you're driving. It's like a huge cup with, the, like, what are you doing? Like, oh, I what? know. Yeah. It's, this is no. not a drive through ice cream. It's so messy. I don't know. Yeah. That's, it's that's like, a, what are you going to drive through, order a concrete? What, do you, what is this? Like, I don't know. Nothing. You can't do anything through a straw. You have to eat it with a spoon. It melts. Yeah. It's either that or like a giant cone. Like, their cones are enormous. Like, what? <laughs> the heck? I don't know. These are bad. These are bad. Sounds trying to be fancy, but like messing up the drive-through logic of the world. Like, <laughs> be better, people. Be better. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so last time, uh, you <coughs> teased us with. Oh yeah. Speaking of more things for me to be angry about. Here we go. Here we go. got. <laughs> this is <laughs> the floor is yours. Uh, I want. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure we we um you had Collins you had said something about um a book tube uh, right and I don't I don't know what this is so okay so I have old, this has apparently been around for a while but because I think what's happened is I have been searching for like mystery novels to read right yes and so I've been like googling like mystery like stuff like that right and I've been on some websites like. Uh, crime reads and uh, just other like book websites, you know. What's the other one? There's another, I can't remember what it is that I've been on a lunch lately. Sorry, other website that I've been reading, but uh, the Google has sold my results to YouTube apparently, and uh, I have been given these book tube slash book talk. Uh, videos oh, to look at. Oh no! <laughs> right. So, okay. So, uh, this is a weird place. Okay, people on the internet talking about books is weird, and I think part of it is because they're all twenty three years old. Right. I think <laughs> that appears to be the mean age. Right. There are older people, obviously. Sure. They're very young. And they do weird things that I don't understand. Because I'm an old man. And I just want to read, like, crime novels in Ernest Hemingway. Okay, that's all I want. Just leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> right. But, so, so I, 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 I got to figure out how to sort my, my angst here. <clears throat> First of all, I don't know what good is doing me to show me these videos because 0% of these people read crime novels. Okay, that's what that problem is, number one. Right? Like, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why these got recommended to me because no zero of them have been crime novels, right? They all appear to specialize in contemporary fiction and fantasy. That's kind of it. A sprinkling and a dash of sci-fi, if you will. 
Okay. But it's mostly contemporary fiction. Some of them are even like romance, blah. And then like fantasy novels. Lots and lots and lots of fantasy novels. Um, so much fantasy. Never so enough. much fantasy. And I, again, I have a problem with fantasy novels. This is my own personal problem is that a lot of them are just the same trope in a different jacket. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. I can't... I, it's hard to find good fantasy for me because I mean, I'm just too picky, maybe. I don't really know, but it's just a lot of the same stuff. Like, it's hard to find, like, interesting things in fantasy. Because a lot of it is just, like, lazy. Right? In my opinion. Um, am I expert? Have I read tons of modern fantasy? No. But, like, the stuff I have read, the stuff that I've seen, I'm like, that's just this, like, it's all the same. Anyway, <clears throat> lots of people read that stuff. And so there's this phenomenon, like, I'm, I'm under, understanding that this community on the internet is shifting huge amounts of books, right? They are apparently responsible for driving indecent number of book sales in the last, like, two years. Just insane. Okay, I was watching the thing and they're like people are listening to this, watching it and they are buying and reading these books like candy. So are they are they reviewing books? Are they talking to authors? Are they talking about genres? Like what? So some the of content? them, okay, so the ones that I found that I like are the ones that talk about genres and tropes. And then some of them are reading books and doing like reviews about them, right? Pretty okay. That's pretty standardy stuff right other ones are just there's also a lot of other weird side content that we're going to get to in a minute but like <laughs> like <clears throat> so that's kind of the crux of it right and again this is definitely done to varying degrees of success like i said there's about two to three of these i found that i actually like the rest of them are like what what are you talking about right like i don't like how they talk about the books I don't like and again part of that's because a lot of the books they're picking are not books that i would read right because like contemporary fiction i'm just not that's not what i want in my life right i don't that's not what i read right <clears throat> so it's not for me you know um <clears throat> but one of the things that's odd is that they're all reading there's like 12,000 videos about like the same books. Right. So, um, especially new books, they'll like, Oh, these new books came out and then like everybody makes a video about it. Oh, I hate that. Now, I hate this <clears throat> now this happens in all online communities. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because it's the new thing and whatever. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> whatever. But, Here's something that I found that it might be problematic. Um, I'm going to compare this to guitar YouTube for a moment because this same phenomenon happened in guitar YouTube, right? New thing comes out. Everybody makes video about thing, right? That's how it works. It makes sense. It's new, but in the guitar world, a lot of times the company will send this thing to you with the understanding that you're going to make a video about it and that will drive their sales because you're a reviewer right that's yeah you're a reviewer yeah. and so you get product now 
in the guitar community, it is extraordinarily taboo to receive a product from a company and not disclose that you received it for free Mm -hmm. because that community will crucify you online. If you don't do that, they're like paid shill. You're just whatever. Like they will, they go hard. They get their feelings hurt very easily. It's very weird. Um, but rightly so. Right. So all guitar videos basically now have like paid promotion on it, even though they're not like paid sometimes. Right. Like it's like, you just got the product for free to try it. Yeah. Um, sometimes you have to send it back. Sometimes you get to keep it, whatever. But they will be like disclaimers, paid promotion, blam, blam, blam. <clears throat> I bring this up because BookTube does not have this. But some of these people are receiving copies from the publisher before the book comes out. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there does not seem to be a disclaimer, paid promotional video. Oh, no, that's gross. In, in anywhere, anywhere. In the, now I couldn't I haven't watched all of them obviously because there's like a billion billions of these but like the ones that I have seen about like new books yeah like and I can't I don't know if but they don't say things like I just bought this book or I was just they don't even say that they're just like I just finished this book that's all they say <laughs> right <laughs> for their like reviews and I know that the publishing company, because I read a thing somewhere else, I read that the, the publishing companies are sending some of these people copies before yeah. the book is officially released. That's a, um, that's an FCC violation. Yeah. Like, right. Uh, that is like an FCC thing. And yes. so I don't know if I just missed it. I don't know if it's like, technically there in like the video description like hidden i didn't find it but it does not appear to be easily seeable and so it's like that's ah, ah, kind of grimy guys like what do you do <laughs> yeah yeah i um like you guys read a lot of books you didn't read the fcc guidelines is that what you told me right now you didn't, come on now <laughs> you know i um I'm keenly aware of this because in the podcasting world, um, a few big podcasts just got slammed for not disclosing financial things like that ahead of time to the extent that um, the host read ad that was in the middle of an episode was deemed not distinct enough from the rest of the the content as Uh. to make it immediately noticeable. And so... They have all there's these rules, and so you have to say like this, this you know this show's brought to you by or hey I'm reviewing this product that yeah. was given to me by like that's just standard practice and all this yeah. stuff because I know there's a couple of guitar there's at least one guitar podcast I listen to sometimes and they will be like because it's very like us right they're just sort of chatting and blah, blah blah and they'll be like it's now time to read from today's sponsor of the episode like they just <laughs> bl- they like li- they just stop and like blap like uh-huh. it's very abrupt right and so so yeah like again i haven't i've only been seeing these videos from the past like week so i could be i'm 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 making this statement knowing that i could have missed something but the first one of the first things that jumped out to me is they don't appear to be disclosing the fact whether they bought the book themselves or they received it because because the guitar people now they at the beginning of almost anything they will say I bought this. 
or they will say so and so sent this to me right mm-hmm. that's how they start <laughs> right that's a that's kind of a thing in that world because it is a big like it's a it is a big thing right <clears throat> cuz it if you're thinking about it if you're making a review it does kind of make a difference if you paid for it yourself or somebody gave it to you right it could influence your opinion one way or the other i'm not saying it will 100% but i'm saying it is possible that that would happen no. so disclosing that is kind of a big deal. So if you well, get this book for and, free, you need to tell people that. Well, and it does, and 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 they also need to be disclosing if there are anything <clears throat> like links in the show notes that would they could benefit from financially. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen too many of that they haven't pointed those out. So I don't know if that's a thing. Like that's I love doing that of going, hey, links in the show notes. Go and see. And nine times out of ten. It is an Amazon affiliate link. Yeah. They are legally, it's not like an actual link to like a... <laughs> uh-uh. They are legally required to disclose those as well. Because actually, a side note here, for our other podcast, um, we use Amazon affiliate links. And when you sign up for that, you have to tell Amazon like where you're going to use them, how you're going to use them, who you are, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, I, I did not have it properly displayed or disclosed on my website to their uh satisfaction specs yeah so they actually closed our account and gave us 60 days to change it otherwise they would delete or remove everything and so i mean it makes sense because they'll get in trouble too right so like they're gonna be like no fix your thing (laughs) so what i had to do is at the bottom of every page and every footer i put this is a listener and reader supported uh show as an Amazon associate, we may earn from qualifying purchases on some links on this website. Yeah, that's what that's the kind of generally what you see, yeah. right? And a lot yeah. of places it says something like that. Yeah, or and and so, but you also need that in like in your show notes or in your, the like anytime you post, yeah, your stuff, description like, or your pinned comment, right? You like have to say YouTube. this is an Amazon affiliate. You have to tell them that. So I would be very yeah. curious to know if they were doing that in this process as well. That's true. I should go back and look at that. I haven't I haven't been looking through much to that because I've been watching the videos and being like, what is happening? Why is this? What's going on? <laughs> So that's number one problem that I discovered. They just sort of like the uncertainty about that, like kind of was like, this is weird. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not just, it's not conveyed well, if at all, in some instances. Right. So like that kind of threw me a little bit. Sure. Uh, Lots of other videos, right? The world's most boring video, the bookshelf tour is a thing. No. A staple of this. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. They'll just like, these, uh, I kind of want to put a picture of my bookshelf just on the internet so that I, these people could like cringe at the stacked nonsense that is my bookshelf. Yes. <laughs> right. These bookshelves, imagine like a bookstore bookshelf, like the, with the front facing books. And just like the really weird, like a lot of these people's bookshelves look like that. It's distressing how organized they are. For my personality that likes clutter, it's too much and I don't like it. But that's just an aesthetic thing. But that's like the vibe. There's always a bookshelf in the background. It always has like very neatly stacked, sorted books, right? Like curated just so with your front facing covers and you're like all your series together 
all, you know, that's a person. I think that's a normal person thing. My books are on my bookshelf in like the order that I read them. So they're just kind of like, Bleh. like, <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, so that's a thing. Um, but they're really boring to watch. Like, I don't know who's yeah. watching these. Like, it's just like a person like walking around, like talking about the books on their shelf. And it's like, what? Okay. What value does that bring to people other than? Yeah. They're just, it's, they're just peacocking at that point. Like that's all yeah. they're doing. Like, it's like, I don't know gross. what you're doing that for. Uh, I don't understand the. Yeah. It's no. weird. Uh, the book haul video. Uh, where you either unbox a bunch of books you bought from the internet or oh. or uh, vlog-style footage of you shopping in a bookstore, followed by a sit-down portion where you discuss the books that you bought and why you bought them. Oh, this is, yeah. really, this is really painful. <laughs> it's kind of weird, right? Uh-huh. Like I said, the ones that I like are the one, there's this one lady who talks a lot about like, like she'll pick like a specific thing about a book. Like she's really into fantasy. She'll, she'll talk about like magic systems and like which authors make good magic systems that make sense Okay, and, and how that contributes to the story better. What's and like, that? like that's like an analysis yeah, that like makes sense to, to me. That's, that's adding. adding to discussion or like, she'll talk about like uh, this trope, like why this trope is, like tropes I hate, boom, or tropes that are overused, but I love them anyway and I don't care, right? Like, or death in a novel, how to use it like strongly or like uh, why the reincarnation trope sucks majorly. Like why, like, I'll, like <laughs> that's one of her big ones. It's great. But like, oh, this is kind is, of, this is kind of sounding like some of the wor- the other worlds that are like this. Uh, I'm just going to throw this out there. Like, um, like, like interior design in a sense like like cabins like there's a thing called out there you know there's there's cabin core there's yeah. food there's um uh pens you know there's stationary like there there's a world yeah. that does this but it's it's only like look at me look what i'm doing look what i have that, that, which is which is on some extent it's nice to see pretty things it's nice to see things but yeah. like on the other side it's so shallow right it doesn't give you anything right yeah right. fountain pen reviews are like that i watched a bunch of those when i first got into like writing with fountain pens and stuff yeah, and yes. they're like really weird because they just end up comparing everything to like their thousand dollar pen and you're like yeah. that is lame and not helpful and yeah. why do you just keep bringing up that you have this pen all the time like that's <laughs> Cause that's they, weird because they have like, a pen. yeah yeah they just like pet it Right, they're just like my pearls. Yeah. Like it's weird, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, this this fifteen dollar thing is fine, but it's nothing like this from straight from Japan. Yeah. Well, you're like, oh my gosh. Uh, I can see yeah. very much how this is very, very in line with. It leans that. into that, right? Like another one of the other guys that I actually like to watch. He's like a literature major, and he will just like read. Like he'll like some of the videos that are hilarious is he'll read like books that celebrities recommend. And he'll be like, you know, he'll just kind of give his review on those books if he's never read them before. Okay. So those are kind of funny. Those are funny, right? They're entertaining because he'll be like, yo, what? This is trash. Why don't ever read it? Like, those are funny, right? Or like he ordered one of them was like he ordered some books from Etsy that like are just supposed to be for design. Like you can buy books like 
like interior designers buy them, right? Like oh, you can buy a set of books that are like blue. Sure. And that's their, they're just like curated to be of a similar design aesthetic. So you can use them interior design. Yeah. But he bought some and he read them. <laughs> and he, this is, this is good. Like that's, that's a, that's a take on a take. That's, that's putting a hat on a hat. That's it was really funny. Yes. He was like, supposed to do it. He was like, no, the, no, he was like, surprisingly, this one's good. They're, no, like, yeah. So See, those are like, those ones are good, but like, but they have, because they have an angle and importantly, they have an opinion about. Yeah. That. Yes. The bookshelf tour. Not nice. cool. Right. Uh, and then. Sounds like you've been saving the best for last. Oh, I have been. I even showed one of these videos to Susan uh-huh. and she was like, oh my gosh, why? Uh-huh. <laughs> there is the TBR game. Sorry, the what? Bro, you'd I can't. It's called. They call them the monthly TBR game. TBR apparently stands for to be read, right? So these people, not everyone does this. By the way, this is important to know. This, this I have to say this. Not every person that I have been investigating does these. But because I started, well, I guess it's been two weeks now. I started watching these about about the beginning of the month. This is when they happen, right? So they will pick the books that they will read in the coming month. Okay. But do you think that they just go and to their pile of books and pick a book that they think sounds interesting and read it? Oh, no, dear listener. That would be far too simple. You can't make a 20-minute YouTube video out of that. Do you know what you can make a 20-minute YouTube video doing? Playing the most convoluted, ridiculous game that you've ever seen in your entire life that is half rules, half made up on the spot, to choose the books and the amount of books that you will read in the coming month for your channel. What? Okay, let me explain. I don't. Oh. So, usually how this works uh, is the, okay. This is the most convoluted thing you're ever going to hear in your life. So Sounds strap like in and hold on. <clears throat> these people make these like prompts that are like uh, one books with one word title or like oh no things like that, and they put them in cups. Um, and then some of them have a, it's, it's often played on a calendar. Okay. So you have a little token game piece and you put it on the calendar and then you have some dice and you roll it and you just move along the calendar, like shoots and ladders till you get to the end. Uh, that's how you do. That's your game board. Now, some of them have devised these very convoluted things where they put bonus marks on certain numbers on the calendar, right? Um, Because they have different levels of prompts. They have like normal prompts, like some weird thing. They have like hard mode prompts. And they will use like 
these convoluted ways to put these marks on their calendar uh-huh. so that when their game piece lands on that, it determines which bin you choose your prompt from. Uh-huh. Right? Sometimes there are convoluted rules about if you have two marks on one, you can try to combine the two prompts from two separate jugs into choosing one book for yourself. Yes, I don't follow either, and I'm explaining it. Uh, Why? They have... I don't know! I don't know! (laughs) So they do this, and they go through all this, and this is how they choose what books and how many books to read. And some of the numbers these people land on is idiotic. I don't know what they're doing with the rest of their lives, but some of these people make videos that have titles such as I only read 15 books this month and here's what they are. What? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. What? How? How are you reading 15 books? What are you well, I wonder what kind, what kind of books they I range anywhere from like contemporary fantasy novels that are like 600 pages long. Ugh. Contemporary fiction, again, they're mostly contemporary fiction, romance, fantasy. Every once in a while, there's a sprinkle of YA in there, right? A couple of them read middle, like, they'll be like a middle grade fiction book. I don't know why you're reading that. That's weird. But, like, I mean, they're fine, I guess. But, like, I'm not looking down on middle grade fiction. But, like, it's a weird thing to read if you're, like, 35, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> whatever um <clears throat> reading books about seventh graders when you're 35 years old it seems a bit weird to me i don't know like ya i kind of get but like middle grade really like yeah. what but sometimes these people will read they will actually read 20 plus books a month how yeah what that makes you wonder a lot it does right like I understand reading speed varies. Sure. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like you can read quickly, you can read slowly, whatever. But if you're reading 23 books a month, like how fast are you going through these books? Yeah. Like I'm not, you know, I'm whatever. People read differently. I don't know. But that is that seems astronomically ridiculous to me. Well, and I wonder to do that consistently. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like to do that all the time. Because I do wonder as far as that goes, how many of these people are a, let's be honest, actually reading them? B, what is the percentage of them who like I can imagine it would be different if this was their like their jobby job. Like Doing yeah, but that kind of- some of these people, like, it appears that they have day jobs. <laughs> right? Oh, that. Oh, that. But even still, like... Yeah. That's bizarre. That's a lot of reading. <laughs> that is. Listeners, write in and tell us if you've read... How many books you read in a month? Um, yeah, is it 23? Uh, I, I, have a hard, I, I have a hard time for that. I have a hard time buying this as well, right? For okay, so a couple couple problems I have with this in particular, right? Just like, a couple. So number one, 
I am questioning how much you're getting out of this book. Oh, this is a good point. If you're like blitzing through it, oh. right? I understand there are people that speed read. The number of people that can do that can't be this high, right? Like I feel <laughs> like I feel like this is savant levels of reading we're talking about here, and that's just not what's going to happen. And usually, like it's hard to hold on to a lot of detail and like nuance if you're blitzing through books that fast. Mm-hmm. Right. So these people that are like, Oh my gosh, I just love everything about this book. I read it in seven hours. Like, I don't know if I believe you. Right. I find it hard to believe. I'm not saying it's impossible. Sure. I'm saying I'm, I'm questioning you. Right. I have questions about this. Yeah. So just from a personal level, I find it hard to understand how much enjoyment you're getting out of a book reading in that fashion. If you are just like blasting through this book, it's almost like skimming basically. Oh, 100% how much, is. huh? It 100% is skimming yeah. at that point. <laughs> like, again, I'm not, ju- I don't know. I don't know your life. I don't know your words per minute, right? Like, I could test you. I know how to do this, but like, I'm not going to do that. It'd be weird. Uh, <laughs> Like, how much enjoyment are you actually getting out of this? Mm-hmm. I have questions about that, right? As a person who likes to just kind of sit and chill and read some, right? Like, I just read. I'll sit, hang out, and read. Like, it's a, it's like a vibe, right? Like, that's part of the enjoyment of reading for me is like the vibe that goes with it of like sitting around. Maybe you got your tea or your coffee or whatever. And it's like you know you're like chilling, right? That's important part of the reading process. Uh-huh. You know, for like reading for fun, right? I think that's important. You know, being comfortable, that stuff. That's that's part of it, you know? And so if you're just like, like, are you enjoying that book? Did you, did you really enjoy that? Are you like, you know, this are you a- getting a lot of like deep meaning? Again, I don't know how much deep meaning is in like all like modern fantasy or whatever, but like, uh, are you picking up that stuff? Right? Are this you? This is a good, good discussion about when. Like, like I'm sure many people got into this because they obviously enjoyed reading and enjoyed books to some extent. One would hope and assume. Yeah. How much of an enjoyment is it still for them at that yeah, level? Right. Exactly. Like, are they just because again, it's like check your motives. Like, are you doing this just so you can say you did it? Like, are you doing this just so that you can again the peacocking that's going on here of like yeah. look at my bookshelf, look at my number of books. Like, you are now just doing this as as a exhibitionist at some point of this um in in a weird twisted way yeah so that brings me to my second point of what sort of unrealistic expectations does that put on your viewers for their reading right right how does that translate to random person who reads just occasionally for leisure because they have a full-time job and like two kids right like what sort of unrealistic expectations is it to put on them that you are reading 20 books a month and that's normal, right? I only read 15 books this month. Ha 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 ha. Like I'm slacking. Like what, what sort of pressure does that put on the community to like keep up? Yeah. And to continue to perform. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's, unrealistic expectations to put 
on this. Oh, in the highest right? order. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, why would you... Like, that just sort of fosters this weird, like you said, a weirdly, like, hyper-competitive of where, like, reading becomes, I read this many books. Right? Like, that's not really what it's about. You know what I mean? Like, that's not helpful. That doesn't, like, does, does, does winning reading matter to you? Is that what you're trying to do? Are you trying to win reading? Like, how does that work? It really perverts what they're trying to do in the very beginning, right? Yeah, because if you want to be like, enjoy this book, right? Like, everybody, that's going to look different to everybody, right? Like, I don't have to sit down. Like, for me, this is just a me personally thing. Like, to enjoy a book, I do not have to sit down and read the entire book in one city. That's not how this works, right? That's not how I I roll. Um, Number one, I don't have the attention span for such things. Uh, But, like... (laughs) What have the time for such things, you know? So, like, is being wrapped up in this world of, like, oh, you have to do this and you have to do that. Is this putting, like, unhealthy expectations on viewers and fellow readers to perform and do what you're doing, right? It seems weird to me to do that. Like, it's not a contest, man. Like, you just read a book. Like, is that... (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's, it's really strange to me. Like I really, it's really weird. <laughs> well, but again, if they are doing this in this voyeurs, voyeuristic exhibitionist kind of way of having the attention all on them, it says the motivations are extremely selfish. And I'm not trying to judge everybody in the um, booktube community, but I do see this across. Sorry, <clears throat> I will not place a butt there. I'm not trying to judge everybody in the booktube community. I see this kind of behavior across a lot of uh, kind of communities. <laughs> no, it's true, right? Like is that when people start to kind of take this and turn it and um, mutate original expectations, and it turns into this flashy "look at me, look at what's going on, look at how I'm doing this." It changes the, I guess, their motivations shift. From I mean, yeah, I think I think that's accurate, right? Like. Yeah. yeah, because yeah, why are you doing it still? Like, I don't know. It's it's really and then, weird. Well, and no. then many in those communities, and I know this is a problem on YouTube. Of once you start doing that kind of content, that kind of feeds into itself because what gets the most views? Typically, the most extreme, perverted versions of what you started out doing in the first place, and so you have to continue to do that. And then you have to continue to feed the beast. And then you have to continue to do more and more and change the prompts and then change the number of cards that are on there. So you don't have an option to ever read just one or just two. Some of these people, some of these people play two TBR games at once to get their reading lists. What? Exactly. Right. (laughs) Why? Well, because everyone else is doing one reading list a month. So I have to do two and sure. Somebody's going to do three. And then it's like, at what point did somebody step back and like like you've been doing is and asking, do you actually enjoy this? Like if you got if like, obviously you are good at reading uh, because you can read this many books, but are Allegedly. you enjoying it? Right, like <laughs> yeah, right, like we assume. Like <laughs> I don't know. I think of things like a, a, a craft. Like if you really enjoyed woodworking, 
and then all of a sudden you were like, well, I've got to make 9,000 pieces of, of uh, you know, wood-carved whatever trinkets this month. Well, that stops being enjoyable for you because then you're just manufacturing them and you yeah. lose, lose the reasoning, use the craft. You lose the ability, like those other channels that you mentioned, to have an interesting take. There's no way that every single one of those people who are reading 22 books from these weird lists has an interesting and unique take and opinion about every single one of them and how they fit into the larger context of oh, what they they're definitely reading. don't have a unique take, that's for sure. They're, a lot of them are just like the same thing. <laughs> And you see that in uh, you see that in guitar reviews. I I see a lot. Oh, of that you do in, absolutely. A lot of that in like technology reviews, where oh, I just got my new iPhone today. Hey, look, the screen's bigger. Look how bright it is. Look at this cool photo. Anyway, yeah. thanks guys. See you later. And it's like oh my gosh, like oh. But to actually have so I actually enjoy when those kind of reviews come out. And I'm actually looking for something. I really like to watch the reviews that come out like a month later <laughs> or whatever uh, uh, for somebody who sat with it and used it and, and thought about their perspective and yeah. then they're not competing with all the noise to just get it out there. Um, and the flashbang kind of production. It's true. <clears throat> My favorite guitar reviews uh, for guitar pedals are, there are some people that will do these things where they're like, uh, they'll have another person help them and they'll do blindfold reviews of uh, like the same, like, style of guitar pedal and they'll like put them behind a board right they'll like hide them and uh they have like the whole price range like the cheapest one all the way up to like the most expensive one and it's just like a person playing be like no i love that one that's my favorite one and it's like it sometimes it's hilarious because it's like the cheap one and it's like boom yeah see it's not about the dollar value it's not about this it's about what you think sounds the coolest, right? Yeah. Same thing with books, right? It's not like, oh, everyone's reading this book, so it must be good. Like, no, nope. that's not. <laughs> nope. Right? Like, hard no. <laughs> right? <clears throat> the other reason that I can't trust some of these booktubers is because some of them have, I watched some of their list of like their all time favorite classic novels, and they have the picture of Dorian Gray very high up on the list, and I just can't. <laughs> I can't get behind that trash. That is. One of the worst books I've ever read in my entire life. So I can't really. <laughs> I don't know how trustworthy these people are. Can't uh, I don't know. Someone who likes Dorian Gray. <laughs> hey, if you really love a picture of Dorian Gray and you think it's great, uh, I had. <laughs> there's one one reviewer was talking about this. I don't even remember who it was. It was just a random one I watched, and he was ragging on uh, some authors of that same time period for being overly descriptive right <laughs> and like talking about how like oh, i don't really need to know what the carpet in every room looks like he's talking about like daniel defoe and like some other people right and then and then he goes and lists a picture of dorian gray is like one of his favorite novels of all time i was like mm -hmm. dude have you not that's what oscar wilde is wow. doing in that book like that's <laughs> all it is right it's all it is the whole thing is like description of carpet and couches and rugs, right? Like and tapestries and curtains. Like I understand why he's doing it, right? It makes sense. Why? Because he's trying to describe the opulence that Dorian lives in and how per everything is perfect. And like, it's like juxtaposing like the ideal thing against the real world, but it's boring. And it's, it's like just the whole book is that like, I get it. Move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh it's ridiculous like 
So yeah, those are my main thoughts oh. on uh, this phenomenon. Sounds highly entertaining. It's very. There's also a like a very. Forgot about this part. This is a separate thing, <laughs> right? So this is like a side. It's like a offshoot of the things that are just odd. There is like, of course, it's it's a medium. This this community is dominated predominantly by like younger adults at this point. Like most people I see appear very much younger than me, right? Um, And so, also all of them read fantasy. So there is a great number of Harry Potter related videos, right? As as you know, whatever. Huh? Um, <clears throat> it's fine. Good books, right? I like them. They're fine. Uh, but uh, the number of videos that are like, yo, did you know this about Harry Potter? Like, dude, oh. that book is 25 years old. Still trying to. You, you yeah. d- stop. Like, <laughs> I understand you like it. I understand it's pretty good. You're not going to really have too many like new hot takes, hot takes. for me, right? This, in a book that's like 25 years old at this point in my and life. And that right? like, is so widely read. This is yeah. a big problem with a lot of content about and it's not any fault. I don't I don't know where I fall on this because I do I do struggle with this because they are having many people who go back and read those books in real time, like or, or reading those books in real time or just discovering them now, have all of the same thoughts and emotion that many of us experienced yeah. 20 years ago. That's because that's totally what they're. Fun. Yeah. That's, that's what, what they're. And yeah. Everyone that does that with books about, you know, Treasure Movies, Island or, yeah. you know, whatever. Or the I, outsiders, <clears throat> uh, anyway. you know, it's fine. What? Uh, what? See our seven part series, uh, our I, seven part. See, we're booktubers. Bro, oh, we're technically no. booktubers. We have a set, uh, listeners. We have a seven part, uh, basically <laughs> literary analysis dissertation about the outsiders. So there good. you go. We need to do more of that. Is what I'm. Learning. That's true. Um, it's on the list of things to do again. Uh, yes, but what is? And it's tough because people 20 years ago were in real time blogging about their interactions. There were whole communities developed to figuring stuff out and going into the lore and all of this stuff. It is awkward whenever that is now out of the initial when it takes yeah, place out of the first the phase. First phase. Right. And the second, third, fourth ways come and people now, I think even more so than 20 years ago, a lot more so now than 20 years ago, there is this impetus to immediately publish and release my opinions about this thing right now in real time. That is part of our social media culture and part of our 24-7 stream of consciousness that we must have online at all times. Instead of – I'm going to tie this back to <laughs> angry Andy's ordering iPad guy of like yeah. – instead of taking a moment and Googling <laughs> for a little bit and going, has anybody else had this thought before? And I don't – that is hard and I don't – because I feel like when I say that, it's kind of like old man yells at clouds. But I will say, I mean, yeah, like in, in when I was, you know, in scientific literature, you have to do that. You have exactly. to do any sort of research. You have to go, hey, I am just now reading on the origin of species for the very first time. I have thoughts. Uh, oh, let me, like, let, yeah. me go, let me go see. Let me see if anybody, anybody else ever read this little book. Like, mm-hmm. And that that process helps progress literary analysis, ideas, concepts over time. If we continue to think we have to start from zero, like nothing else has existed before I have come into the world, yeah. if, we, if we have that mindset, 
nothing new gets created. We can have no new thoughts or perspectives on something and it won't change because it's just like that's what happens. And so instead of getting more complex ideas over time about the interaction or more in-depth analysis about Harry Potter, we get, oh, did you know that this thing happened and this, the, like, it's like, oh, like, okay. Like, that's, yes, I did. Yes, like, did you read this in the book? Like, yeah. How I about did, putting actually. it, how about putting it into the perspective of where the current, you know, fantasy literary world exists today and how it stands up compared to other novels or how his, tell me how this book has influenced ones down the line. Cause yeah. nobody was writing about that in real time. No, we couldn't, <laughs> nothing had been influenced cause those were the books we had. So tell well, that's, me, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up with you specifically, because, uh, when Harry Potter was published, you were the target audience. Right? Yes. Like it was you. <laughs> Squarely. <laughs> like well, I mean, this book came out in nineteen ninety seven, right? Is that right? Ninety six, ninety seven? Yeah. So I you know, and I know it like it like wasn't like when the first book came out, it was just like whatever. Right. I don't think it was on anybody's radar until like I mean some people were like, Oh, this is pretty cool and until there was like at least two or three of them, then people were like, Yo, hey, yeah. we read these now. Yep. <laughs> but um, because you were like, those books are kind of written as a, they're basically a coming of age story. Right. And they're sort of designed in a way that as the reader matures, the material matures. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> that's like, that's how they're written. It's very interesting. Right. Because not a lot of other book series do this. Um, <clears throat> so like, the first book is pretty like chill because it's kind of designed to be read by people that are the same age, age. as the the trio, right? Yep. And so, like you know, varying publishing release dates and stuff, it's kind of designed to f- the the reader is kind of supposed to start reading them when they're like, well, I don't know, eleven, twelve, something like that, however old they are, and uh, yeah. like twelve, right? All right. And then, like, that's when you're supposed to read the first one. And then you're supposed to, as you're growing up, you read the rest of them. Yes. And it's yeah. a very unique, it's a very unique experience doing that. And it's a very different experience from doing that than reading them all, like, when you're 12. Or, like some people do, like, reading them all when you're, like, 20. Right. Yeah. That's if, if you it's an extremely different experience. <laughs> if you sit down and binge the Harry Potter series um in your twenties or thirties and you just read them one after the other over the course of two months, let's say three months, um, that is not as impactful as I, I don't okay. I am not saying you're doing it wrong. Okay. I'm not, no, 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 no. But but to have I'm just saying up, this is this there is a very I think you participated in the extremely unique experience of reading I, those books as they were published. Literally grew up with them because yeah. each year or year and a half, there was a new book. And it was like, oh, when I am now, as I'm going from sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, eleventh grade, like the, the I have been reading these books for now seven years. Exactly. And and now 
my, the protagonists at the end of the story, there are a lot more. Like you can go back and read, go to Philosopher's Stone, the 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 concepts in there, the um, the trials, the issues that they are grappling with, extremely simplistic, right? The yeah. interpersonal relationships are very surface. The complexities of relationships between characters, the problems going on in the world, are very very black and white, very simple. By the seventh book, <laughs> yeah, it you is. Have, <laughs> you have you have suffered um, breakups, right? Uh, which who, like nobody in sixth grade is experiencing breakups. Like, yeah, and if you do, do, you're like, okay, okay, whatever. whatever. Like, <laughs> but like when you are now, you know, approaching eighteen, like the protagonists of the book, and you experience a breakup or missed opportunities or questioning about what you could have done better or faults, and now you've experienced deaths. Right in your life, yeah. and they have experienced yeah. deaths and how they grieve and these struggles, and the the themes get much more complex. And there is definitely a shift, especially in the movies, of like it gets really dark, and it's yeah, the, very the palette, right? Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, just look at the color choice between the first I mean, movie true. and the last movie. That is, it is accurate, right? It's a bit lazy <laughs> filmmaking, but it is. I mean, it's like it's the tone, right? It makes sense. Like yeah. it does that. They do get darker. Right. Part of that's a feature of like having a different director every movie. But like just tonally, the movie even if you if you only ever watch movies, right? Like it it's a big shift well, from like the, the happy and the books too, because it gets really dark and depressing and scary. Well, yeah. And you don't yeah. know what's going it's on. it's a lot scarier in the end than um, it is in the beginning, right? Like massive upheaval, turmoil, family strife, you know, there's a lot going on there. That the first book was just like doop doop do look at this beautiful place and oh it's so literally magical right yeah <laughs> by the, by the end, it's like, but you're seeing the world through the eyes of a 12 year old right yes yeah as and a 12 year old experienced it too yeah and that that experience is exacerbated when you are or very close to 12 years old yeah like exactly. like you were you know what i mean yeah. and so i feel like i don't know it's just a it's a very unique experience doing that and i feel like that's something that some of these people miss when they talk about it. Cause like they just read it in like a, apparently a weekend, right? Apparently. Cause you read, you know, 70 books a month, but <clears throat> now, I like, will say when, when the, when the Harry Potter series were being released, right? The goal was amongst your nerdy friends is that you all went on your own, uh, had your parents take you to like the midnight release or opening at Barnes and Noble or Walmart to buy the book. And then the goal was to try and have as much read of it as possible before you got to school the next day. So that, <laughs> I mean, that's true. I remember you doing this. Uh, okay. Listeners also, Colin was, Colin also did the thing where like, as we were leading, coming up to release, he would just systematically re reread the entire series. Cause it had been over a year, right? I mean, I know, I know. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, and I guarantee you, you're not the only person that did this, right? I'm just no, saying no. this is how it went, right? Yeah. I remember this. I remember being like, he'll be, he'd come down and be like, yeah, I just finished the second book. I was like, bro, you started this morning. What are you doing? What? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then you would, you know, talk over it. So, that that was one aspect, but that is experiencing book releases in real time is one thing. I think experiencing book releases that are written to the age audience about the protagonists and the main themes of that they were experiencing in real time, that is a different phenomenon. And I think that is exactly one of the reasons why Harry Potter caught on was not just because it was I think it's well written. I think there are it is very good. I I, I do enjoy it a lot. And I think that um uh, Rowling uh 
wrote a very good, concise, not perfect, but but well done. Oh, but who does, but, right? But, but like, to, nobody. Yeah. But to the readers, and she nailed that. She nailed exactly the sixth grade, 7th grade, 8th grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, 12th grade, like, and beyond. And like, Yeah, I feel was, like she really did, right? I feel like that's very... And you can't capture that, like, obviously, and, and then it stopped. And because I'm going back, and I'm reading a lot of, um, to the kids, a lot of older books. And like, um, um, oh, like Nancy, not Nancy Clancy, but like Nancy Drew and uh, the Hardy Boys. Like, oh, yeah, the, the kids don't ever age. Like, it's kind of like the Sunday morning cartoons. It's they're always yeah. they're always they're, in the same grade. They're always doing the same stuff. They're always doing this. Like, yeah. nothing ever changes. And from a marketing perspective, that's obviously better because there's always yeah. new people at that age. <laughs> yeah. But when you're like, man, the kids in South Park have been in fourth grade for 25 years. This is kind of weird, right? Like, it's like, yes, exactly. <laughs> right? There's some other things there. Um, to, to actually have the, I'm going to say the, the, I don't want to say courage. That's the overdrawn, but to have the, I'm going to say gumption to say, no, this is a progression from point A to B, because it could have just been Harry's Wizarding World of Wonders for six years or whatever, or infinite I mean, Yeah, it very easily could have, right? Like, it could have been, but she, you know, just like seven different books about 12-year-old Harry, right? That could have happened. Yeah. But that yeah. would have been not near as cool, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, it made, that's what made it really special uh, in that moment uh, to, to capture that. And Really, for those of us who were able to experience that in real time, and not to say that you can't experience this now, because if you're going through this, just wait to read the next book. I mean, just yeah. But oh, that's like, true. Wait, wait a year between every book you read. Yeah. <laughs> Parents, buy your children all seven of them, but only yeah. keep them on a bookshelf, but only give them yeah, one a you're year. You're not allowed to read them. <laughs> I think that could be kind of helpful, anyway. But I think but like, that's also like that particular phenomenon, like the real time release, right? That's what helped like boost the fandom, right? Especially like, you know, after you read the first one, it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, like, you know, like I said, I don't remember it really blowing up after the first one, right? Yeah. But like, when you have this time, now you have all this time between releases to be like, yo, what's going to happen the next one, right? Like, what do you think about that? And you sort of like, it's just this building, right? And then the second one comes out, and then now more people are reading it. And then that, in this gap between two and three, now you have more people being like, yo, what does this mean? What does this mean? What's this character going to do? Right? Like you have this like that real time phenomenon. is just kind of like starts snowballing where people are talking and speculating and, you know, coming to the fandom and doing that kind of stuff. So it's just like, it's like kind of builds in this really weird organic way that way. Well, yeah. and again, I'm not saying that's, I'm just saying that's how it got to where we are now. That's I'm not saying like it's, you know, bad or whatever, but like, yeah, well, because each time a new one was released, now you had another piece to the puzzle and then you exactly. spent the next year devouring that one in all of the other literature that came beforehand yeah. and being on, um, Pottermore, uh, was one of the first website communities as I was a, a part of, um, where in order to enter, you had to, they had a little quizlet of like, take your sorting hat quiz and then oh, yeah, yeah. There, whatever, like you had to do that to get in. Um, but then you could just sit and everyone could talk about, and you could really did that was a lot of like 
like investigative forces. Some deep <laughs> diving stuff right there. Yeah, that's all. Like, that's all you had. That's all you had. Like, you just had the first three books, and then the fourth book, and then like you just yeah, yeah, yeah. deep into that. And it really helps so that by the time that the fifth one came out, there's just a ravenous rush to to get it all. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to I just wanted to bring that up because you you are one of those like people that experience that phenomenon like for lack of a better term as intended right so like oh, I just no, think it's right. in, I think it's very interesting right to bring that up and juxtapose it to these people that are like nowadays like yo did you also I hate can we talk about if you start your video with did you know this I'm gonna not watch it okay I just need you to know that people on the internet <laughs> like if you cannot even use proper nouns in your sentence I'm out right like, stop it <laughs> and nine times out of ten yes I did oh no, come anytime, on anytime it's just a rule anytime that there's a question in a headline the answer is exactly what you think it is it, it's just does I mean there's no <laughs> right and if they say oh you'll yeah. never guess what this is like I just take a split second and think about it that's what the answer is, right? And you'll yeah. be you'll be fine. <laughs> yes. And if it's not, it's usually a horrible take and not true. I'll just say that's true. That's true too. Like you're just wrong, right? You're objectively wrong. Yes. Like so, yeah. That was that's the other like we. There's a very large corner of BookTube that's Harry Potter related. Like I mean, like correctly, right? Because it's good and it's a very like basically a modern classic at this point, right? Like everybody has read it, and it's like there's a lot of good stuff in there and a lot of good like things to enjoy but like stop telling me really base knowledge things in a video that's like did you know yes and i again this is why i struggle because i don't want to take that joy from those people who are experiencing that for the first time yeah yeah yeah. because we all experience i experienced that of like the light bulb moment where it was like oh my goodness what uh yeah i didn't a didn't have the ability to run to YouTube and click a button and immediately live stream and then talk about my feelings and then shut it down. Um, but B, I would have never done that in the first place. Uh, but like, so like they have this outlet in where a lot of people twenty years ago, which literally they came out twenty years ago, September first. Um, twenty years ago, September first was the initial release date, oh, which okay. makes me angry. I think that's. Really <laughs> um, uh, no, it can't be 20 years ago. It can't be 20 years, because well, I'm pretty sure it was 97. It's almost like 25 years, right? Oh, no, that was the movie release. Ah, <gasps> oh, yeah, oh. you see, the book is much older. Oh. Yeah, I'm I think angry. it's like 20... I'm angry. I no, it's 97. It was 97. 97. It was 97, okay. 98, 99, 2000, and then we had the world's longest wait between 2000 and 2003 oh my That's gosh right because then she started doing two-year releases so it, it, it expanded past that but yeah because it was 2003 2005 2007 but that was because mostly because the story became a lot more complex that's true and she was handling a lot of material and things moving on and the books just went whoop, as far as like oh uh, yeah they when you have them in a set and you have them next to each other it's like yeah, there's a point where they just like double in size. <laughs> yes, it really is. It really is. It is cute to look at the book book one versus Deathly Hollows, and you're like, oh, yeah. well, okay. I think the Half Blood Prince might be bigger. Actually, yeah. I don't know, but uh, I have to, my, it's in the other room right now. 
So yeah. I can't see it. So, it's, I set my Harry Potter box set by my Harry Potter Legos. Just, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But um, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So they were originally released in '97, and then the book, the movie was released in 2001. So okay, there you go. One years on from that. Anyway. Yeah. So it's over 20. Yes. It's almost 25 years in the book. Huh? But yeah, so 20. You're right. 25 years ago, I think that's what you initially said. 25 years ago, yeah. Like, like that ability wasn't there. We did that on Pottermore and other blogging sites like that. So I don't want to take away that joy of being able to express themselves and discuss. Yeah, because like, oh, go ahead. I'll, oh no, I, that was. It's it's hard for me to balance those two out because I do recognize also do recognize uh, I recognize I'm trying to cut out words that don't mean but like uh, I recognize that that is um I, that's an important process of enjoying processing and sharing your love for a particular story uh I I, I do think I do think uh, I I now we have a lot more context and things to add to it that I that's where I want to see some of the stuff taken yeah. And I understand that. And I mean, it's, it's, it's also like, it's weird because a lot of kids just read them all in like middle school now. Right. Yeah. So like, I understand that these people that are making these videos have now grown up reading it. Like they've read them all probably multiple times starting, you know, when they were, you know, 13 or whatever, but they, they read them all when they were 13 to begin with, which is, you know, a little bit different too but like like you said the balance is hard because like yeah you don't want to be old man shouting at clouds, shouting at clouds. you don't want to be like the internet heavy metal community because they are this person yes. they are the gatekeepiest gatekeepers that have ever gatekeeped in the entire world right they'll be like oh I can't believe you child just listened to Metallica the first time ever such a loser why didn't you listen to Metallica in 1980 when like I did why that's not cool like exactly like exactly. dude I'm 14 what do you mean listen to it and stop like <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you don't want to be that people because some people not again I'm not going to say all people there are some people in that community that are the worst <laughs> They are horrible. <laughs> nobody wants to be. I mean, I'm going to say nobody wants to be that guy. Obviously, somebody does because that guy exists. Because that guy exists. <laughs> right. That guy is real. He's a 50 year old heavy metal dude. That's that guy, right? He's yeah. totally like not. He can't believe that you just now heard Metallica for the first time or like that you would like anything other than the exact perfect thing that he likes. That's illegal, right? Mm-hmm. You definitely don't want to be that guy, but and you don't. You're right. You don't want to like sap their joy because, like, clearly, if you're a person that's made like tens of videos about the Harry Potter books, like, you are a person that likes them, right? Like, you you don't do that because you don't like it, right? You don't make silly videos like that because it you are not a fan. You know what I mean? So like, I don't want to take away. You're right. You don't want to be like, you're not the right kind of fit. Cause that's dumb. Right. That's not, that's not what I'm talking about. But like, it's just, it's a weird, like balancing act of like, yeah, I know. But again, I read the books already and like, <laughs> I know this. So like, yeah. so I, I don't like, <laughs> I guess I kind of have to, I kind of have to fall on. Like when you see that kind of thing, I think it is important to, encourage additional questions uh when you can um and and that's something that i i think that i i 
need to be better about instead of having that initial reaction and then just not commenting, like sharing in that experience with them, being like, oh my gosh, that was such an amazing part of the book. Um, I, I really like how they did blah, 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 blah. And then asking a question to prompt further discussion or further thought, because you've already had those thoughts. <laughs> and yeah, um, a lot of them, right? Like, because a, <laughs> a lot of them were like, did you know? did you notice these similarities in the Deathly Hallows and like this book? And like, well, well yeah. Cause like yeah. she, she wrote that because she wanted the, like, it's very clearly like, you know, like, did you know that like Hagrid carried Harry in the beginning of the Sorcerer's Stone and then Hagrid carried Harry at the end of, yeah. of Deathly Hallows. You're like, yeah, I got that. Um, oh, I was like, why everyone was crying when they read that part? Okay, I don't know if you know, but like, yeah. <laughs> we all experienced that. Uh, so I think it's important to to then take that and turn that and try and take their attention and, and energy and ag- acknowledge and then ask additional questions or promptings or ask if they've observed other things. And it's but that's hard too because you don't want to come across of like, oh yeah, when did you think about this? Yeah, because you don't want to be like you're, you know. <laughs> neckbeard push, or push glasses up right yeah. like oh, well, actually, well actually yeah <laughs> actually like so you, you it is a fine line but i do think that I, I there's a way to have a discussion there about somebody who has experienced all that sharing in the delight of somebody new and pointing them to new ways of thinking like i that is that is absolutely possible um and not raining on people's parade allowing them to have that experience uh and importantly i will say it again celebrating with them in that moment because that's what they want right they're putting that content out there most people some okay there are some okay, the majority of them right okay i can't say all because there's some people that are like they're like the opposite they're like the well actually videos they're like um why does slytherin even exist because like they're just all bad right like okay first of all thank you for your like least like lukewarm take about that also it's a literary device. Okay. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know how to break it to you guys, but it's partially a literary device. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There's your answer. Surprise. Um, but the, even then, <laughs> like, yeah, that's, there are similar things like, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, it may seem silly, but there are a lot of ideas that are shared like this between other uh, literary devices and other works of literature, like XYZ kind of books. Yeah. Well, like, and like, then you can have discussions like, okay, yeah, but like, okay, well, being driven doesn't necessarily mean that you are evil, right? Like one of the defining characteristics of that house is a drive for success. Okay. Well, that's not inherently bad, right? So like, yes, maybe some of the most prominent members of Slytherin house have done these nefarious deeds, but that's not necessarily and because books, it's correlated here, right? Like they they do go out of their way to talk about other people who weren't evil and monstrous, right? Who were in that. Yes, house, they do right? do that, <laughs> which is important because if you miss that, yeah, all you're you missing get some are, context. Yeah, because it's very is as well. The first book, books, uh, uh, Philosopher's Stone sets it up as initially again the simplistic ideas of Slytherin's the bad house. That's where evil people are, right? Yeah. That's, that's the very simple <clears throat> underneath. That's the twelve year old, right? That's twelve year old take, and then you get the the drive, and then you get these other things they in, and then you get Severus Snape and his like, oh my gosh, like punch the gut 
a story arc where you're like, I yeah. don't know how to think about anything anymore. Like when you go through that, you you start to question a lot of motivations in the world. But understand that what was he driven by? Yeah, loyalty and, and emotion and, and love, love, right? Like, right. like it's really, and the fact that people are driven by different things. And so you can look at Snape being driven by love compared to Voldemort's driven for greed and power and yeah. go, ah, this is uh, where these two people are clearly divided. Yeah. And um, both willing to do anything they could possibly do and, and put everything on the line. But for utterly different and contrasting ideas and remarks, and you can't six sixth graders don't get that. And if you don't follow that through line and really pay attention to stuff to to the to the book and think about it in the context for those people, um, you you just you just gloss over. And I think still people a lot of today will read Harry Potter and go, oh yeah, Slytherin's the bad house. Those are the bad guys. And it's like ah. Not, mm, no. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of. It's like it's not. Again, in the first book, it is that simple, right? But like, you're right. You have to unpack a lot of that stuff in there and read deeper. And I don't know if you're reading deeper if you're reading 23 books a month. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's what you're doing. I can't. I can't fathom how you're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and so that is why. That's uh, I don't know how we're gonna wrap that up, but anyway, yeah, read slower, people. Read That's slower, what I'm telling you. Know. Read slower. It's not a race. Ding. You're not gonna win reading. reading. Read slower. Slower. You're not gonna win reading. Okay, I like that. I All like right. That. Okay. Get on, uh, <laughs> get on that bombshell. Come on, come on. We will land this and uh, say good night. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sorry, that actually turned into way too long. I apologize. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I got. I'm using my office more. See, I got. Oh, that's true. That. Yeah, flexing you know. that new internet, man. Ooh, Seeing right. how it works. It kept up, right? All right. <laughs> Is it like hot? Is it like? Don't I'm touch it. Okay. Do you need my tongs? To, like, push the thing off. Like I. <laughs> Room temperature. We're fine. (laughs) Okay. All right. Good. (laughs) Hey, love you. (laughs) Love you too. Bye. (laughs) Bye.